Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, everyone needs to be hydrating. You don't need to be an Olympian to need and stay hydrated. Maybe you're taking back-to-back meetings and you're forgetting to drink some good old water. You got to get and stay hydrated and you can stay hydrated with Liquid IV. Use it in the morning, use it when you're feeling a little tired in the afternoon or after a long night. With one stick, you can hydrate two times faster than water alone. I love Liquid IV, y'all. It has really saved me on those busy days where I just forget to drink water. It has me feeling back to normal in no time. Plus, with the tangerine immune support, I can make sure that I'm avoiding getting sick, especially with all this travel during the summer. It's also my favorite flavor of Liquid IV, too. Again, y'all, you get hydrated two times faster than water alone, and you get five essential vitamins in each stick. Real people, real flavor, real hydrating. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, where you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code BOMBCAST at checkout. That's 20% off anything when you shop better hydration today using promo code BOMBCAST at liquidiv.com. That's bad luck. Hey, everybody, it's Tuesday, June 6th, June 6th, 2023. Welcome to the Giant Bombcast, episode 792, powered by NZXT. Wow, that, that echo was, it was so powerful because of all the power <laughs> that is provided. I am your host this week, Jan Ochoa, as always, joining me, co-captain of the ship, also not packed, also hasn't signed up for uh, pre-check just yet, Jeff Grubb. Aww. Yeah, I uh, started the process, and then it's like coming to this office, and I'm like, well, let me check with my, can I do it tomorrow morning? And I'm like, oh, no, my flight is at 6.30 a.m. I ain't doing nothing. I am just going to, I got to get packed right now, because the next time I, like, nod off, I'm going to wake up, and it's going to be time for me to get on my plane, so... We're, we're, we're going to L.A., baby, though. We're going to be California boys once again. I, I Hey, let me tell you, as a California boy, pretty much all around the clock, it's uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. I also don't know what the weather's like in L.A., so I don't know whether or not to pack I looked, hot. It, 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 uh, I checked it last night. I'm like, hey, Google, what's the weather in L.A. this week? And it's like, yo, it's going to be like maybe a high of like 68. Oh, my what? God. That's amazing. Like, what? All right. So and it's like at night, it's going to get down in the 50s. I'm, like, I'm going to I'm going to bring my giant bomb hoodie. I'm good. Let's go. That uh, You know what? I'm just going to bring I'm just going to bring my Paddington fit. And my Paddington fit is basically Ooh. just a red beanie and a bright blue jacket. Yeah. Uh, uh, our own Paddington bear, uh, our marmalade enthusiast himself, <laughs> Jeff Bacalar. Listen. Yes. Hearing that weather, 
Hearing that weather forecast, it's uh-huh. like, can we pile any more shit on my FOMO salad? Yeah, is it going to be like really hot where you're headed? Because I know the East Coast was having a bit of a heat wave last uh, week. I don't know if it's still continued. I don't know. I'll, I'll actually look it up. I'm curious now. And now, now that I've heard that out loud, I, I'm nervous. Probably should check. Yeah, See, you I'm shouldn't have yeah. made that bold declaration to never go to Los Angeles again after mm-hmm. that one E three. You, you um, tried sneaking yeah, in after that uh, the game awards, and you were like, "Nah, still not for me." Yeah, the, we don't want you here anymore. That, we heard that, we, we heard the shit you said. That did count. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say the phone was hit me real hard. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be out at Summer Games Fest, and I'm really upset just because I want to hang out with all the friends and all the people. Uh, I want to be there. I want to. You want to be where the just, people are. I mean, Honestly, give, back over that's like cheat. what I set it up so it's like basically just a cool hangout. Like that's what some like the, the night show is going to be. And I'm I like, know. Beckler would really like this. Too bad he can't come. Oh well, let's get more cool people. That's kind of what I said to about fifty times. loves chilling. He does. Yeah, He's like the, most the only chill thing I'm good at. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm really upset. Um, I do have a, a family commitment that it's just a, a, a non uh, breaker. I, it's just something I I, I have to be at. I want to be at. We fuck them but kids. Also, what's that? I said, fuck them kids. Yeah, fuck the. Ki- well, that's not the theme this weekend. But listen, I want to be there. I wish I could be there. I'm gonna watch when I can watch. I might be watching at a real inappropriate location. Yeah. I might be watching. I might be getting dirty looks for my wife because I'm pulling out my phone trying to watch some of the couch stuff. I'm really upset. I'm not gonna be there, guys. I, I, it's it's chewing away at me. In the beginning, Pinball I was like, all seminar. right, whatever. But you know, <laughs> what did you say? Basically, Lexi in chat says he's gonna be at a pinball seminar. <laughs> well, yeah, what? That's don't, not don't, important. Yeah, don't blow that's up back our spot here. Come on. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, we don't want to dox him. I know, and and I just want to say, like, you guys have done such an unbelievable job planning. And, you know, just really owning this thing in such a big way. And it's so awesome to see. And I'm, I'm so happy that everyone's, like, really just killing it out of the gate. And I really hope. And I really wish I could have been there to, uh, to bask in it with everyone. To really just, like, be there with, with, yeah, you know, with my uh, friends and coworkers there, you know. As someone that has uh, done a couple E3s now and, and run, like, the production. Let me just say, uh, it is, like, wow. We might be too organized this year. We might be <laughs> yeah. too organized this year. We've had like two or three meetings like in the last like week and a half or so. And it's like, all right, we're also have to figure out. I'm like, I think we think we got everything figured out. I think we're good. Yeah. So like, you know, we're not at the shout out section yet, but shouts out to Grub. Shouts wow. out to Grub for nailing down all the guests nights oh, yeah. one through three. It's going to be a good time, y'all. Also shouts out to the homegirls, Emma and Bailey. They're going to be joining us. Definitely. Uh, through some of the talkovers, they're going to be helping us with coverage. They're going to be hanging and clanging with 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 us. Uh, I got an announcement. I got an announcement. Yeah, let's lay it down. Um, this is going to play very poorly for the audio listeners, but Jeff Backler, am I correct that there might be a new shirt in the store? Hold on, I'm just checking my IFB and uh, okay, <laughs> I checked it out we, last oh, night. Grub, gr- gr- check your night. IFB. Check check your IFB. Oh, that check is my FB true. There is a new shirt in the Giant Bomb store, store.giantbomb.com. Jan, tell us all about it. Well, uh, welcome to Giant Bomb. Where have you been? Uh, <laughs> it's now, if you're watching the podcast, we flashed up a picture of this gorgeous shirt. 
Uh, if you if you buy it, <laughs> which I hope only you do, only the finest fonts. Only the <laughs> finest fonts. There's a little tiny bead. Uh, <laughs> the, the period is a bead. <laughs> the period is a bead. No, AI did not make this. <laughs> I made this. Uh, oh man! Everyone agreed. All right. I didn't. I yes, didn't hold everyone anyone. Signed off on Comic Sans. Yeah, it's fine. I can't wait. I need the shirt. Uh, audio listeners, it, it says, welcome to Giant Bomb. Where have you been? Uh, been. And then, and then there's a little bean there, and then it's got the Giant Bomb face logo. Yeah. And just so we're crystal clear, the period is a bean. Yes, it's a little bean. Is it's it a mi- little tiny bean. Is it misaligned? I don't know. No, it's not <laughs> misaligned. Yeah, the kerning is just perfect on this shirt. It's got some, it's going to win kerning of the year, I think. Yes, yes, it's going to win kerning of the year. And hey, here's here's the th- we couldn't uh, we could add it to the the shirt description, but you get 500 podcast points uh, if you buy the shirt. You know, wow, we should start putting that on some of all these shirts. Uh, yeah, the font is also it, it is Comic Sans once again yes, for audio yes, listeners. Yes, yes. Yeah. we of are we're destigmatizing Comic Sans. We're taking it back. Taking <laughs> yes, it back right. from who? Lord knows. I don't know. <laughs> uh yeah, summer game fest is this week, right, gents? That's what's happening. I gotta, oh I gotta God. check it on the flight later. Um, I'm excited. Uh, so this will probably be a shorter bombcast. Uh, all things considered, I still have to pack because I haven't packed at all. Uh, yep. And uh, you know, gotta, gotta take care of some other stuff. But how's it going, boys? Mike Bonatti's already there. He's all he what? already went. I think because I think he's going to go to Disney early or something. Oh, that oh, yeah. he's doing quota for June. <laughs> he's gonna, like he's also going to be going tomorrow. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. He's sick. Uh, but yeah, he already left. He's already there. And uh, so I'm like, okay, that really is making it making me realize, boy, got to start making moves to actually get my brain into gear. Like I'm going to be leaving. I got to go. <laughs> I got to take care of stuff and go to the store and get a few things and make sure I have I, deodorant. I can't believe you thought that you could do TSA in 24 hours. Like, what was that? I looked it. I, I looked it up, and it was like, it takes. Like, here's what I thought: I could do it. Uh, I knew it wouldn't be ready for tomorrow for that flight tomorrow. But, but I was like, can I, can I can I take care of all the stuff in time for me to do it on the way back? That's exactly yeah. what I thought. And Actually, you're right because I, when I did it, uh, they said give it like three weeks, and they got it back to me in like five days. Yeah, that's oh. they said. It usually takes about three to five days. Sometimes it can take up to 60 days. But I'm like, I'm, I'm probably not going to be that case. So I should just go for it. I should have an optimistic outlook for it because then that's, there's a, that's the best chance that I'll actually have it for the flight home. And really, I don't need it for Cleveland Airport. Cleveland Airport's easy. Yeah, LAX, no, yeah. though? Yeah. God damn, get me through pre-check in LAX. Please. I would go the least amount of time in LA, LAX possible. I'm not oh some of those people God. who's like, uh, airports, but like LAX does like rub up against that borderline of actually making me a little bit frustrated. So, you yeah. Know. Yeah, I didn't realize how good I have it at SFO. Like, SFO is a nice-ass airport in comparison to nice. some other airports. I'm like, oh, wow. Must be nice. I like SFO a lot, yes. It's great. Yeah. It's clean. It's yeah. big. Uh, there was a good therapy dog last time I was there. Great. I, I basically spent the night there once. It was fine. Mm. It was uh, good. Uh, uh, other than the, the, foam, uh, the FOMO, uh, what, what else you got going on? You good? You good? Things are good. I mean, the, no FOMO. When when I get a good uh, scorching case of FOMO, it stays with me. It's the it's the last thing I think about before I go to bed, and the first thing I think about when I wake up in the morning. And um, well, that and, and hockey. But <laughs> after that, uh, that's all that dominates my mind. I'm very excited because I do think like 
you know, the again, selfishly that I'm not going to be there. Like I do look at this thing and I, and I'm reminded of like the last big ish E3, which I guess was like 18, maybe eh, 2019 was okay. ish, Right. Maybe, oh, not, was pretty big. Wait, 19. I didn't go to either. You didn't go to 19. I didn't go to 19 because, oh, I remember what happened. I was like, I was just never real, again. I was like, un what happened? 18 you were like never again <laughs> no it was eight, 18 was the sony thing i'm pretty no, sure no no they've been out for years a couple of years when did spider-man one come out because it was before that huh so that was probably 2016 2017 no it's got to be like 2017 yeah like something yeah there. so if you're wondering like and you know we've talked about this many many times it was okay okay so spider-man came out 2018 so it would have been the 2017 show that's right okay, okay. so 2017 made me say never again yes uh -huh. 2018 i came back i came back oh no i said i was never going to a sony press conference ever again yeah. oh and then they sony just left they didn't have them yeah, yeah they just left so exactly you, you they left that because of my negative response to okay, the press they're conference. saying 18 was the sony tent show okay jesus really so that was that and then what? that doesn't what? so spider-man came out in 2018 i guess that makes sense now that i say it out loud okay all right well then i stand by the original lie um you know i'm here to support that uh yeah so like Regardless, I think this year, There's obviously, it's not going to be as big as an E3, but I, I think, like, it will, for a lot of people, be the first time that everyone is in a very close uh, proximity geographically and, you know, really kind of, like, getting to mingle in a way that maybe we did a little bit at the Game Awards uh, late last year, but that was, like, a, that was a 24 hours. It was a fleeting dream. It was just a memory, you know? Barely a, barely a wish. So again, I'd like to be there for that, and that's that's where it's coming from. That's what's dominating my life, Jan. I'm sorry, Mr. Bacalar. Um, okay. Also, also, since you know uh, you're you're the boss here, uh, when you're not around at an event, the the bossing duties get split be between us three hooligans. So yes, yeah, the triumph. As long as it's just not ourselves. Dan, like I don't no. care. Yeah. I don't care. I, what I happens. did. As I did put Dan in Dan. charge. I did put Dan in charge of a special task last night. Because I found out that someone recently had a birthday, one of the people that's going to be on the couch, and you, everyone will have to watch to find out exactly how we're going to plan that. But I'm like, Dan, could you get a cake? And he's like, I've never bought a cake before. And he figured it out, and he came up with some fun ideas for it. But it was like, okay, it was fun to watch that man come up with that idea and execute on it and actually get it across the finish line there. But it was definitely something he wanted to do. If it's something he didn't want to do, I would be like, I'm not even going to ask Dan to do this. So. Oh. That's, yeah. that's the exact correct uh, mentality. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. have your instincts are freaking razor sharp. Yes, exactly. Right. I can't, I can't, <laughs> can't wait to see that cake though. It's gonna be very fun. So uh, that's gonna be the first night uh, on Friday. So you guys want to see what's gonna okay. go down with the cake? We're gonna Steve Aoki this. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, folks. I mean, we'll have the what? Uh, we'll have the giant bomb at night streams Friday through Sunday. We'll have a couple talkover streams are planning to do maybe a couple vlog travelogue stuff yeah. i don't know we're gonna, I, go, we're gonna go hands on with a bunch of stuff but like yes. we, like we'll probably talk about that stuff mostly on the night shows and then if there's anything else to do with that it might end up on the site mm -hmm. but a lot of that stuff's going to be like well when we can get to it yes uh and also for folks wondering the night shows will be broken up and the audio will be ripped out and we will be placing those night shows onto this very feed if you're an audio listener uh, but enough about stuff happening later in the week. Let's talk about stuff happening right now with video games. Yay. I'm playing the music, but the button doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> These are the games Jen and Jeff and Jeff are playing now. These are the songs we're playing. The games we're playing now. Street Fighter Six. 
Um, I have not had as much time to devote into learning the proper sciences of Street Fighter, uh, but I, I have learned that I am still very much trash at fighting games. But the enjoyment I'm getting out of this, though, I feel like I'm learning with each loss, and I feel like stuff is finally starting to click. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, have uh, either of you been fighting in the streets? I have been fighting in the streets. I spent. I gave myself permission last night to play about an hour, and I um, I started like I, I do the, the training with some of the characters. Like the game has some pretty good tutorials. Like it, uh, basically, what it does is it tells you, oh, here are the characters' special moves, and also their bread and butter moves, hmm. and here's when to use them. And it's a lot. And I'm like, I think I'm gonna go back and do that for a couple of the characters over and over again a couple of times, just to like really see if that stuff uh, stays home. Because then I I did take it into um playing against the CPU at a, at a, like I was trying to go and increase the higher level. So I'd start at six and if I could beat it, I'd go to seven and then eight. Um, and it's like, well, eight was kind of beating me up pretty bad. Cause I am also pretty trash at this game. I am trying to decide like, do I want to treat this game? Like something I want to actually get good at and be competitive at, because that could be a long road yeah. that goes nowhere for me. <laughs> um, because, yeah, I may, I, maybe I could get good. Am I going to be good enough to play against the people I want to play against? Like, you know, namely, uh, you know, like Mike is is playing a, a ton right now. He just got gold rank. Like if it, he's been playing a ton and I haven't played any and he's like a, he's got a, a history playing some fighting games. And I have mm. just really have none since Street Fighter 2 on Super Nintendo. So it's like, uh, I, I could try. I want, I want to try. But it also just seems like it might not even uh, be something that could happen. So where else can I find the fun in here? Well, turns out actually just playing Street Fighter 6 <laughs> itself is very good it is a lot of fun the characters just feel so big like big and beefy and juicy and powerful yes. like every single one of their attacks and when you start realizing um that there, there's more than meets the eye when it comes to uh, like how these attacks can either string together or um how they're how each of the attacks have variations if you want to go into like overdrive with them and how to actually pull those off and uh how to do the uh the drive parry i think it's called and when to do it and how good that feels it, it, I, for me right now, just playing against the CPU, and I will take it on the line, online eventually because I, I hear the online is very good, but playing against the CPU, just trying to figure stuff out, it's been a fun puzzle of like, okay, where can I, which which one of these characters is fun to play as, and how can I, how can I figure out when to deploy all their moves? Uh, and it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a slow process right now, but I'm getting there, and either way, I'm having fun the entire time. Yeah, I, I think the fun factor is, is definitely amped up uh, compared to previous Street Fighter uh, titles for me at least where I at least with fighting games and this happens for me personally with a lot of competitive games but I get like the little uh, social anxiety of uh, either yeah. I'm gonna lose terribly or I'm gonna waste this person's time exactly. somehow uh, that kicks in but it hasn't really kicked in with Street Fighter 6 for some reason and maybe uh, whoever I'm getting matched up against is also a scrub um, but like the tutorial has really really helped me figure out contextualization for a lot of the moves like uh, you know throw hadouken as many times as you can i've been able to do that motion i just specifically haven't really known when to do that motion um also just learning that it's not good to always jump into uh, yeah. a person um is very very telling and and i i think i've decided to not play with ryu or ken who i'm more familiar with but go against the grain and go with someone uncomfortable for me. Go with Menon. And I think I'm okay. liking it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Menon's got a, a hell of a moveset. And when she, uh, she's the ballerina, right? That's yes. the, 
uh her yeah her yeah. like final ballerina death move is so uh insultingly damaging it's like <laughs> the way she just like throws you at the screen while like bending in this pirouette it's uh it's something else it's baller time it's baller yeah time. absolutely uh, Bacalar, have you tried out or checked out street fighter 6 at all yeah i've actually played it uh, a decent amount of it um so I know this game's very good. I can, I, you know, like, uh, when you, when you like go someplace and you're like, you're impressed with the craftsmanship, you're like, God yeah. damn, look how they, and then they start they playing factory, exactly. Africa all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, look at the fucking, the threading on this. It's, is this leather? Is this a faux leather? You could have fooled me. This is, oh, so this is a Turkish stitching. Okay. Like, oh, wow. Look, look at the attention to detail on the crown mold. Like, look at all this stuff. <laughs> That's what I see. Right. And I would imagine it's similar to like someone who jumps into Call of Duty and is just like, I'm getting fucked up and I know there's no way I'm ever going to get good at this game. Oh, okay. That's probably what they feel uh, similar to what I'm feeling going into Street Fighter 6. I'm just, I'm better at Mortal Kombat. I like Street Fighter 6 speaks a language that I still like don't understand. Um, and the fun that I'm finding in it though is that this game is like okay for kids to play. Yeah. Like I think, right? And yeah. for me, we're like Mortal Kombat is not going to be something I can play with no. my kid until no. he's like 15, you know, or whatever. Like we could jump right into Street Fighter and he loves Chun-Li and that's awesome. And like the paint stuff is very like again, I'm looking at this game from a the least technical position, right? Like sure. I'm just having fun where I'm like this, I'm like, look, each character has special moves. You can counter, and there's like, th you build up these things, and you can like spend all these things at once to counter, and like, kind of doesn't understand any of that. But he's he's like, hey, can we play the fighting game? And I'm like, you know what? We can. We can because it's kind of goofy, <laughs> and he thinks Blanca is a big freak, and you know, that's it. Like, I'm getting exactly what I wanted to get out of this an incredibly stylized. Uh, a high production value fighting game that is like somehow okay and not <laughs> offensive to like play with someone who's eight. I love it. Uh, I think it's really good. Am I going to like get better at it? Probably not. I do want to get a fighting stick. Like, mm. like playing on a controller has, has sort of made me think like, Oh, I are see. You, what are you guys using so modern on. controls or are you guys using classic controls? I, I was a stickler and I was trying classic controls for a while, but I decided to try modern. Yeah, Same. especially if you're playing on a controller, I think modern's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, modern's I, definitely I'm, the way to go on a controller. Um, yeah, I'm playing on stick, so I'm like, if I'm playing on stick, I should just use classic controls, and I, I've been fine with that. I just, like, I know there's a ton where I'm like, I'll probably play a little bit on my Steam Deck, and it's like, oh, this doesn't translate well to there. Maybe I should have just been learning modern controls this entire time. And they call them modern controls for a reason, because they probably want to let more people to adopt this stuff. And I hear people say that it's just fine. Like, it's a completely viable yeah. way to play the game. I just uh, I feel so, like I had to commit. So, like, here's my question from someone on the outside looking into, like, the preciousness of, of modern versus classic kind of stuff, right? Like, so presumably modern people, can, you like, modern, like, online ranked stuff, right? Can, like, a modern play a classic and that's okay? I, I don't know. I was going to say, I, I, uh, I think so, but I don't know. a good question, right? Like, I yes, think... it, absolutely. I think so. Yes, people are saying yes. That, that, oh, okay. There is the dynamic you can only use in local play, right? That's I... the one that's only local. Yeah. And then modern, I think you can you can use wherever, and it's and like they default you to modern. They want people like and you like they default you to modern in every 
sort of uh, mode and you have to change it in the, every single mode. So it's like they kind of want to funnel you in that way. But yes, dynamic is local only. So and dynamic is basically the hit A, B, X. And no matter what, you're going to be doing something that is going to be looking cool at the very least. It's yeah. just the button mashing mode. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think like I, I just find that to be kind of fascinating with, you know, the evolution of accessibility with this thing. And yeah, yeah you know, like uh, it's it's real good. It's real good. Again. I'm like the person who like goes to the really fancy, fancy restaurant and is like, I'll take your finest chicken parm, you know? Uh, no, like you should have something really special to that place. That's sort of how I am with, with, uh, with Street Fighter. Like really take advantage of this, but I'm too much of a novice to really uh, be able to appreciate it. Yeah. One of the, for, for summer game fest, I, I, I want to have like Street Fighter six set up so people can just like play that in the green room. Like, they, nice. they probably have, arcade sticks at the la fandom office i'm assuming they probably do they probably do yeah, yeah that would be fun okay yeah, yeah so let's do that I, I think that'll be a, a big hit i think that'll be a very fun mm. way for people to spend some time when they're not on the couch so let's have yeah. cash games going yeah there we go uh yeah sean sean who is a big fighting game fan says uh there's you know don't, don't be afraid to mess around you can like kind of there's no wrong way to have a good time with this game yes they offer you a lot of different ways to have fun have you guys been spending any time in in what I am now just calling the Yakuza mode, the world <laughs> tour? Not not oh, too fun. much. I, I've just been trying to get better at specific characters. Uh, Same but, here. But that mode just fascinates me that you can just just get into a fight with virtually any and everybody. And I think it's, I, I mean, to Sean's point, I, I think it's a, a way to actually learn the ins and outs of Street Fighter as well as anything else that they put in here. I mean, maybe not as well as like the the, the training modes that they built, but. Uh, it, it, you are you have a character and you're going to these different masters which are the familiar street fighter roster and you built your character and as you like go to these masters you're getting some of their moves and you're taking pieces from like chun li and e honda and you're putting them all together into one character and it's like it's like a good way of like learning where these moves uh work well and where they don't because you have to like take ownership over building the characters so it's like oh do I want something that's going to be good from range here and th things like that? So it's like, I think it's a good way to start thinking about Street Fighter uh, in, a, in a deeper way that you can then carry over into the competitive play if that's how, the way you want to go. So I fully intend to go back and actually play World Tour. It's yeah. just I wanted to uh, do like a, a, con a condensed version of learning the character like you were saying, Jan, because I'm, I'm still playing Breath or I'm sorry, Tears of the Kingdom nonstop. It's taking up so much time. That's like, but I got the urge to play some Street Fighter, so I'm gonna go hop in there, and I don't want to have the slow buildup that World Tour was giving me, uh, at least not yet. Yeah, I really wish that this uh, Street Fighter Six did not come out right now. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, another Same game, with Diablo. Yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> exactly. Another game I wish did not come out just now, and I had some time for later is Diablo Four. Uh, boys, we played this on uh, UPF last week. And I had a hell of a time. <laughs> I um, had a good time, too. That was a lot of fun. I have then figured out it is fairly easy to get this up and running on a Steam Deck, and it is dangerous. It is dangerous. <laughs> I will do that tonight, and I'll... I, I wonder, uh, do you have to be online to play it? You probably have to be online to play it, right? Uh, I guess I was online the whole time, so I didn't notice. Um, ah, I'll, get, I'll, I'll buy the internet if I have to. Usually I can get it for free with the T-Mobile thing on United. So uh, I'll, I'll play it on the plane uh, tomorrow morning. Some, uh, yeah, that, that, hearing that you got it set up so easily on the Steam Deck is encouraging. I yeah. was planning to do that, but I'm like, okay, yeah. And I think that's a really good fit for that game. I think that um, as much as Diablo 
as a classic franchise is like, well, that's just a hella PC game. That's a uh-huh. hella, hella ass PC game. Turns out it's a really good console game and a good controller game and really always has been. And they've just really perfected that. So uh, even when with Diablo 4, when I, when I was like deciding how I was going to play with us on the stream, I'm like, I'm just going to use controller. It works great on controller. And I had a really good time doing that. And I'm like, oh, and this is going to fit well with with, uh, with Steam Deck. I really appreciate the, the cross progression as well. Just being mm. able to take it from Xbox or wherever else over to, uh, to PC and keeping all that progression in there. It's... Uh, it's really solid. It's a really solid Diablo. Uh, and it's it's like something about it is um, they really figure the stuff out. So th- so it's actually uh, it actually is better than a lot of other action RPGs. Yeah, uh, I don't know what it is. Do you guys have, do you guys have any ideas? I don't know, because I kind of had a sour taste in my mouth because of Diablo Immortal or what is it was Diablo Immortal. Diablo Immortal was the uh, cell phone. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, mo- the smartphone I, game. I had a sour taste in my mouth. Um, from that experience that I was kind of dreading Diablo four, but like. And it's been a hot minute since I've played Diablo 3 even that everything kind of just fit into place and just clicked and my mind went into uh, like just went automatic and just started clicking away and smashing fools and unequipping, equipping stuff. And, you know, it takes a while to get into the whole workflow. It feels weird to say workflow of like, all right, this (laughs) stuff is trash. I'm just going to scrap it. I'm not going to sell anything. I'm going to scrap everything. Um, Also, like learning how uh, your character works. I do appreciate that it is free rerolls until level eight, or I guess till you reach level nine. And then after that, it's relatively affordable too. It, yeah, it's relatively affordable. It is It is not, money has not been hard to come by so far in Diablo 4. Um, I think my only problem with it is that like, yeah, I get it. The game is uh, uh, all about the devil. It's in the name, but some areas is a little too dark. That's it. Uh, like, yeah, uh, how are you guys feeling about that first area? It was like, it's like it's gray and snowy, and that all that stuff actually is is super. Uh, like my favorite color is gray. I love snow, so I like <laughs> I like that area a lot. But I've heard people like I hope it changes up later on. And what, from what I understand is it does. Like the, visually, it's very it's really varied. But I haven't seen that yet. I've just seen the ashy gray snowy level. Yeah, um, I've, I'm still in that level biome. I guess so. I haven't. I've yet to see warmer climates. Uh, but right now, it's, it feels a little dreary. Uh, mm. But I mean, everything is dilapidated in Diablo. Um, but it should yeah. be right. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be Horizon. Well, I think like, that, that was the like Diablo three uh, brought in more color and was a little bit. It was less desaturated, uh, and there was a little bit of a backlash at the time. So it's like I think look when they were when they were looking right. for an easy dub. Yeah. For Diablo 4, it's like, we promise it's going to be dark like Diablo 2. Yeah. It's hell, we swear. Yeah, and I, I think that's fine. I think it's totally fine. And I think the uh, the fans that wanted that were probably right, because it's, it's, a, it's a good look. Um, I watched uh, some people play this uh, on Twitch, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> you can play this a lot faster and better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. All these clicky freaks who are just doing the thing fast and like, it's fun because, like, it's super smart, right? You see what buttons are being pressed based on, like, the highlights on screen, and you're like, wow, this person is doing incredible amounts of, of you know... Actions per minute? Sure, yep. And um, I, that stuff's amazing to me. I I guess that's what Diablo, like, at its core is supposed to be or can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we just, you know, I think someone like me who has not really been a Diablo person at all kind of like tries to brute force it into a more of like a, an action game really you're uh, never a diablo person 
No, I know. And I love Satan. So, I like, know. you would think that that would be right up my alley. I do think that. Yeah. My hell alley. Uh, you know, <laughs> alleys in hell. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I don't know. Uh, it never, it never, like, got to me. It never, like, crossed my desk in a meaningful way, which, you know, I have regret about. I have a lot of regret. But, um, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I, I hope I can c- continue to, like, make pro- like satisfying progress in what I'm doing on, from a single-player point of view. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm interested in doing more um, the co-op stuff. Not that uh, I didn't we, have fun. We like, fun? I'll do it with you right. guys. Oh, okay. All right. No, no, no. This is not me saying, like, we're breaking up. I'm just saying <laughs> there's something about this game that I want to experience by myself and not chase, like, band to, like, a realm or something. I just want to, like... Uh... I think you summed it up during UPF where everything feels less serious when we're playing it together. Yes. Like a lot of these story beats are are just not hitting. And I think you're right. It is not just because we're playing it on stream. I think like, you know, because we're just goofing off and just chatting yeah, with each other. It's because it's like, you know, the, the the Satan and his girlfriend are over there talking about how evil their plans are. And then you look to your right and like, there's three clowns doing jerk off motions to each other, not even yeah. listening. Like, yeah, it's, that's, it's like, I that's going to be a little seriously. distracting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Darth Caddies is right. I just want some alone time with Lilith, you Lilith. know, and see, uh, I'm, I'm watching the doc change in real time. Three clowns doing jerk off motions. <laughs> it's what... a title suggestion there for you, Jan. There you go. Oh, Very great, good. great, Very great, good. great, great, great. Uh, uh, what, got, what, what ne- class have you guys been playing? Necro. Yeah, we're both Necro boys. Mm, yeah. mm. That's I've... our tag team, actually. It's fun, uh, like, building up your army of the uh, the undead. And I'm like, I bet I'll get, like, one more skeleton in a couple hours. And it was, like, a half an hour later. And here's double the skeleton <laughs> and your skeleton through your army. I'm like, all yeah. right, let's go. This rules. Someone someone uh, told me over the weekend that I was being a punk bitch for having Necro. And that is oh, the... yeah. I am a punk bitch. Absolutely. But like this was a person I've only known for a couple weeks, and they were like, "Like, oh, I bet you're playing Diablo." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a necro." They're like, "Oh, so you're a punk bitch?" I'm like, "Oh, I, it's it's funny because like the game had, uh, when we played it was technically not even out, and but like because of the betas, people had decided that necro is like the OP easy class. So well, I wear that badge proudly. Same uh, here. Let's you know, fucking like, go. Thank you for that. Uh. Could, th- I, I I think we talked about the opening cinematic on the on UPF, but like, oh my god, guys, that opening cinematic is like the most upsetting slash awesome thing I've seen in a Yo. really really long time. I I had Holy that moment shit. where I was like, is this real? Is this, yeah. Oh my god, is this what is happening? How much? How'd they do that? How'd they do that? Imagine all like, how come a, how come there's not like whole movies like that? Yeah. I, uh, should I watch it? Should I? Because I skipped it. I, I, I oh, Jet Grub, you gotta, you okay. should, man. It's really yeah. long, though. It's really long. I, Blizzard, it's probably only like six, <laughs> seven minutes. Blizzard right? cinematics are always off the charts, says Splodge, and that's exactly what I was. Good. They are always amazing, and for some reason, I'm always like, I'm good. I'll go play the game now. Uh, I'll check it out. Am I crazy? Okay. Watch it on the plane. That's a good idea. Is that yeah. a good idea? In the back During of a taxi. Take... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> am I? Am I crazy? Like. Where's the where's the gap between like how come we don't have movies that look exactly like that? Budget. We did. It was called Final Fantasy Spirits Within, starring Alec oh, right. Baldwin. That's uh, right. It we did nearly, have that. Nearly destroyed uh, Square Squaresoft at the time uh, because it was such a flop, and they put so much money into it. That, I mean, the watch I realized you would need movie. to render it. It would take seven years to render it out. But like, I found my ticket stub for that movie the other day. 
wow. I don't know where it is now, but the other day I found my ticket stuff for that movie from when it was that was the late nineties. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I, I like for as good as it does look, I don't I don't know if I'd watch a full feature. I'd I'd be you don't think Im- so? I'd be impressed for like 10, 15 minutes, as long as that cinematic was, but I'm like, all right, cool, well, I mean, no one looks that, goofy. Yeah, I think that you're right. Lion King movie is completely CG animated, right? Like, it's re- like photorealistic CG animation? Uh, I believe so, because Favreau took that technology, and he has a dinosaur dinosaur show out Ooh, a right dinosaur? now. a dinosaur? A uh, dinosaur. Dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaur DNA. Dinosaur, guys? Come down to uh, the dinosaur, everybody. Is it a velociraptor? <laughs> And that's where you get dinosaur eggs from. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I so but like I think if it's like people can't tell that it's uh, completely CG, they'll they won't care. But I think yeah, like, there's a sort there's still a stigma against animated films like that. I think. Well, you know what they say: people they are say fucking dino stupid. DNA. Oh, yeah, that exactly. That's what they say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I uh, I want to spend more time in this game. This is this is the perfect podcast game. Because, like, yeah. Street Fighter Six, I still have to, like, actually pay attention oh, and yeah. think about situational awareness and get, get better. Diablo Four, I'm sure there's so much write, great writing and story put into this. Scintillating writing. Perhaps it might be the best. Enticing? No, that's not the word that Mike laughs at. Entity-izing? Izing? Yeah. Entitizing? But I have paid no attention to any of it and i'm so sorry uh to to the writers of this game it's great it's probably great it's just like i just want to click on things i just want to click on things i like turning (laughs) into a wolf and fighting other wolves and now i can summon other wolves it's great it's great uh i like your i liked your druid a lot that was pretty cool it was fantastic i i felt the a little bit of conflict fighting other wolves but then i needed to prove that i am the alpha uh (laughs) folks it's time for the quick Tears of the Kingdom update. Where's everyone at? How's everyone yeah. doing? Does I everyone am... have more than five hearts yet? Yeah, I have I uh, quite five. a few hearts. I, I don't have a second row started of hearts. And I'm like, I thought, because I have more than 10, I thought it would start with the 10th one, and I would have 20 hearts total, but it feels like I'm, it definitely feels like I have more than that. Uh, but it's still one row. I uh, basically kind of like accidentally beat the third temple uh, where what? I was, yeah, I was like, I was not intending to do it, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to go check and see, make sure I actually can still get in there because I, the way I, I, what I did was I beat the approach to the third temple. Like all these temples have like these approaches that are mm. difficult and they're puzzles in themselves and sort of temples in themselves. And I had done that. But while doing that, I was like, man, the every single enemy in this area is one-shotting me. This is nuts. <laughs> I'm clearly not strong enough to be here. I should go do some more stuff. Uh, but I'm like, I think I got, I think I unlocked a uh, a shrine up there that would take me right there. I hope I did. So I'm like, I'm going to go check on that, make sure I could just get there. Because otherwise, that's a pain in the ass. I'll have to do all that stuff again. Um, and I, I did. I checked. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll take the thing up there. And then when I got in there, I'm like, oh, I, I'm like looking at this. I fully understand what to do here already. I'm just going to uh, knock this out of the way. And I kind of just beat it without really intending to do that. So I'm, I'm, I've, I've done three of the four temples, at least as far as I understand that. There might be some hidden stuff that I have no idea about. But really what's happened this past week is I've made a lot of revelations about the, the way that the world is... Yes, the book of revelations. I've realized how the world's going to end, and I want to share that with all of you, my, my sweet friends that I care so deeply about. Oh, nice. um, 
I, I, and you know, these are, these are spoilers about like the concept of how the world works, but I'm just going to go into it. Cause I think we're in the right zone for that now. So do if I, you want to, I want to hear this, do I, do I, I think it's, do you know about the connection between the underground and the surface? In what capacity? In the in gameplay, you ca- know what? gameplay capacity. I also don't know if I want to hear this either. In so fact, it's not it's not something that the game is going to explicitly tell you. You kind of have to like realize it yourself. So if I, you guys want to have that realization, mm, still no. Okay, I I think two against one here. We have to we have to uh, stomp the fire yeah, out we, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we we got to pat it out. Look, I I'm only doing the I'm only precious about this because I've been such a freak over this game, like. This is one of the, my favorite games I've ever played, I think. I think this might be my favorite game of all time. It's an incredible and, game. And I'm like, I don't know if I told you guys this, but like I'm I'm str- I'm streaming with Dylan. Like yeah. we're playing it and we're streaming it and we're just having fun times goofing off and making fun of particles our horse. We named our horse particles. <laughs> of course you did. Because he's a gentle boy. <laughs> you gentle you have boy. a horse in this game? What? Yeah, well, yeah. I, know, I, I haven't used my horse in hours. No, yeah, I've just been Listen, flying around. Far, and like Farticles gets jealous if we see another horse, and sometimes sure. we try and like pet it, and we're like, "Oh, Farticles, this isn't what it looks like." I'm just saying, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, and the, you know thing what, grab, the thing I want to—it's not it. like a—it's not a story spoiler, please, and it's not—it is. Um, it's more care. helpful than anything else. I think you guys will actually appreciate it. All right. Uh, so, all right. but but okay, every okay. So, Bacalar, why don't you take your headphones been, off, and then yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. Wait, you I, think it's worth taking headphones off for this? Well, I, I don't know. know. You, you seem you seem very hesitant I to hear know. this. And, all right, okay, okay. Let's let's hear it. Maybe uh, I'll forget. You throw goats like yeah, classic grub. I don't care about spoilers, so you shouldn't either. You're you're guilty as charged. It's <laughs> right, so he's, he's not a spoiler. He's peer pressuring the both of us. So, I know, right? I feel like I'm bullied into a wall, and I've given you all my lunch money. And I and I appreciate. It. I'll use that much, much money w- more wisely than you would have. Um, <laughs> have you? How much time? Is, how much time have you guys spent in the depths? A lot. Not a lot. Okay. So <laughs> have you unlocked uh, many of the light routes? And you've you've know there's like know a, lot those, what? a lot of those. What? Oh, oh, the little like bulby thing at the bottom. Yes, the bulby yeah, things that one. increase the light. Okay. One. One. Wait a minute. Yeah, I know. Just one. You got to get in like, the depths, baby. There's so much fun stuff happening in the depths. You got to go I, down there and explore. I know, uh, but I feel... Yeah, okay. So, okay. Uh, every single one of those light routes... I'll just say it this way. Uh, uh, it, it is associated with something up on the surface. Every Which single is logical one. now that you say it out loud. Exactly, like, I, right. I think I know what it is. Every single one. And if you so if you go up to the surface, there's going to be something up there, which is very helpful when you start realizing that some things are hidden in caves and you can't see from the sky. Now it's not it doesn't just it's not just that every single stable has something important underneath it in the depths, and what? every single sky view tower has something different underneath it. And I, like if there's like some cool thing happening up on the surface, there's something happening in the depths that is either related to it or causing it. For example, if you find thermal or like those one of those uh those hot pools of water that give you health back on the surface well there's definitely going to be lava in the depths beneath that that's okay, actually causing okay, that okay. to be see, hot like see okay you have to stop talking i it, feel like i've seen that, i'll bits stop and there pieces of i will that. stop there because i've seen it, but isn't that just amazing that Dude, they this, thought about it that way <laughs> this game like i you know i was trying to explain this to the guy who called me a punk bitch um and because he's like, oh, you should Diablo. And I'm like, you got to play Zelda. And he's like, I bounced off after that first Sky Island because I didn't understand why I was dying in the cold. 
And I'm just like, because <laughs> it's cold. I'm like, it's cold. I gotta go. I gotta go. And then Charlie comes up right and now. he's like, I know, just right? eat a spicy pepper, you asshole. Like, you know, like, why is that so hard to figure out? Um, this guy, he's not this super sounds, cool. This guy, this guy sounds like a good friend. Back no, I said I barely know him. I said I just met him. Is this Mike Minotti? Yeah. Why are you letting Mike Minotti in your house? This is what happens. Again, it's not, and it's not one of my god friends either. Uh, no, but what I'm saying is like, um, you know, like that's why this game is. It is just somehow filtering like everyone's experiences, and we're all sort of like drifting, you know, uh, uh, you know, in a way towards this like center, you know, story that's like right. so satisfying. Right. And that's, what's amazing about this game is like, no matter where you latch on, this game is somehow going to like magically figure out the right way to, to give you the slightest little push and just sort of position you in the right place to experience all of these amazing revelations and all these like eye opening kind of things. And I don't know. I Breath of the Wild like did not do that for me. Yeah, where... yeah. Breath of the Wild is a very singular thing. Where if the promise of when you open, when you start that game and you get off the first uh, the tutorial island, and then you and it's like, what's your mission? Defeat the Calamity Ganon. And if that like doesn't give you chills to the point, like for me, that's what works. Is like, oh, so you're just telling me my mission here is go and beat the final boss of the game, and everything else I do is optional. That is that gives everything else so much more meaning to me because I could decide what I'm going to do as I approach the end. And uh, that uh, th that freedom was the magic for me. I, I think for a lot of people, it's like, yeah, that freedom's cool, but it's a bit of a trick. And for me, it wasn't a trick, but I think for a lot of people, it's like, eh, it's like a magic trick. I'm over it pretty quickly. I want what else are you going to put in this world for me? And I'm like, well, I'd like the big open empty spaces that give me time to feel things and and feel like I'm actually moving from one place to the other. Tears of the Kingdom is. What if we filled uh, a very cool, already cool map with some of the best ideas in a video game ever? Yeah. Yeah. Over and over and over and over again. And then what if we replicated that map down underground and gave it a dark world Whoa. that has this completely other different sort of loop to it? Um, it's it really is very, very good. And I, I think you're back. You're right that it's like we are all like because very rarely are people going to have the same exact experience as playing this game. But we all are st still kind of moving towards this a similar experience at the end. And it's like, oh, that's just really good modern game design. It's the kind of it's the kind of design that I expect that other developers are going to study for years to try to replicate because it is what we what we I think we want really for the most part. People start are still going to want their Red Dead twos. That's just like, tell me a story and let me be a part of that story, and that's all I want. And I think that's still going to keep happening. But for me, this is the far superior method of making games of. And Let's just let, let's give you this open canvas and work together as player and creators uh, of the game to, yeah. to tell something even more important. Yeah. And and on top of all that, it is a behemoth running on like a, a Cuisinart. You know, like it's, you know, it's <laughs> easy like, bake oven, please. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Like it's it's barely, you know, like pulling any watts. You know what I mean? And that's like what's amazing to me. That is the thing I really can't wrap my head around. Um, what a technical I, achievement! It real is, quick too. though, uh, we can we can move on. This this was supposed to be quick, and now I'm just like I can talk about Tears of King forever. No, no, no problem. Uh, yes, the blindfolded speed run of Breath of the of the what? Wild. Yes, Tears of the King. No, Breath of the Wild at at uh, a summer game. A summer game's done quick. That just happened over the over the weekend. Um, was one of the most amazing things I have ever seen in my life. How it did is you do that. Uh, so here's the here's what I realized. 
I think all of my favorite games are games that you could beat blindfolded because they have such robust design of sound effects and and mm. and and this is like because my brain is like i need um extra information because i can only pay so much attention because uh, my brain just doesn't ma like latch onto stuff very well so you need to give me multiple pathways of information and visual yes give me a menu with all my objectives yes uh, have characters repeat those objectives to me please yes um have that have stuff in the world that's just sort of uh, re reinforcing all these ideas and then have the sound effects be like reinforce all the gameplay and it's like that worked with Mike Tyson's punch out. You can play that blindfolded because it's it's both a visual game and an audio game and all that stuff works in unison. Turns out Breath of the Wild is that, too. Um, he was doing some like such amazing stuff in that run hmm. to actually beat the game. And he does it as a speed run. So he's not even doing it like, oh, let's go beat the divine beast so that it's easier to do the final boss. No, it's like a seven, eight phase final boss fight. That took him about five times because he, like, he just messed up one thing and he's blindfolded and he has no recourse here. So he had to start it over. But boy, that last run, it was just so intense and nail biting. Some of the most dramatic stuff I've ever seen. It is worth watching. It was really powerful Damn. stuff. You sold you me on that. that. Holy yeah. shit. It's really worth watching. It really is. Uh, last thing before we go to the break here, uh, I want to talk about with Tears of the Kingdom. And I hate that. Uh, might as well have named Game of the Week, Tears of the Kingdom again, even though yeah, this was supposed real. to be a quick update. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing is going on TikTok and seeing people's like creations and how they're traversing the world. Yeah. Uh, and it just seems so... Uh, for me personally, I don't think I would ever get a horse because I feel like the different means of traversal that people have built are insane. Have you, se have you guys seen folks using the cooking pot... Zonai device as a yoke for a wheel. Yes. What? I, I didn't. No, I didn't know they were using it as a yoke for a wheel. I've saw. I've seen people use it as like a uh, a ballpoint. What is that called? A uh, like when you have a ballpoint joint or something like that. So you can have a, a suspension system on like your car or whatever. Yeah. So you put the wheels in the in the pot, and then they can like hit a, hit rocks, and then they'll just kind of sort of snatch themselves over. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, that's really clever. But people have been making like more articulated devices using the pots. I have not seen it as a yoke though. Yeah, like the little flippy dippy Zonai device too. Like people will combine that together and like just make the most uh, wibbly wobbliest uh, all-terrain vehicle around. It's great. I I just love the random crap. Uh, very very close to just building. I think I've seen an X-wing in this game too. Yeah, that makes sense. It's amazing. I love this game. And, uh, and I know I'm gonna be playing it for like eight more months. Do you think like, uh, I, you think Dylan hasn't lost interest yet? No, I mean, if yeah, anything, I think he's he's also like, I think I might have unlocked something here with the stream. Like he's the streaming thing has like. Oh I feel yeah, like now he's not going to want to play. It I missed streaming. it. I didn't see it. But how did it go? Because so just like you streamed this game with you and Dylan playing, right? That's yeah, what happened. Yeah. So so I'm playing the game. It's still control wise. It's still a little sure. difficult. My him, my kids like, like to move move ink as they call him. Yeah. Uh, well, the little one calls him ink. Uh, they like moving around. They like they like trying stuff, but there is way too much happening for them to actually accomplish any of the major goals in the game. Way totally. too complicated. Like he grabs it every now and then because he's like, "No, I this is what I'm talking about." Like, but uh, it's gone. Well, he just you know I don't know. I think he's he's about he's about making jokes. He's about like talking and <laughs> making jokes right now. Like that's his that thing little right stinker now. calling me a bad YouTuber likes making jokes. All right, I mean, he's practicing he's his right. tight five. <laughs> Dan was in there last night and he said something to him that I thought was really good. I, I forget. Like it made me fucking laugh, like genuinely laugh. So, he's um, a funny kid. 
yeah, it's I, he's he's it, it's been really interesting to see. And, you know, it wasn't wasn't my idea. He's like, I want to do this. He's like, let's stream this game. I'm like, all right, well, we'll just do our voices over gameplay and let's check it out. And, you know, it's been fun. It's been fun. Yep. I uh, it, I'm having the hardest time figuring out which thing I'm going to pack to play games on, whether it's the Steam Deck or the Switch. Uh, I don't want to bring both. Uh, you got the analog pocket yet? No, of course not. I'm not going to get that for like five years yeah. because of <laughs> it's pre-order business. Good travel device, I like that. Oh, that screen I, is so great. At this moment, I'd I'd be bringing the Switch. That uh, that Miu uh, Miu Mini thing that I think you asked me about once, Jan. That screen oh. on there is actually very good too. Uh, so if you were if you didn't want to like shell out for an analog pocket and didn't want to have to wait. And one of something that's like, like relatively affordable. That means you yeah. is actually pretty. Like, I think that's a uh, that's a good option. Okay. Okay. Well, boys, anything else you want to bring up before we head to break? Yeah. No. I don't think so. All right. All right. We'll see you after this quick break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Y'all, it is so easy to get wrapped up in wanting to help out everyone, whether it's friends, family, or work, but when's the last time you worked on yourself? Therapy can give you the tools to make sure that you're working on you and also able to help support the other folks in your life. Y'all, it's 2023. Please feel no shame in seeking therapy. It's really helped me contextualize a lot and it's helped me find the root of some of my problems. I've gotten to know me better and in turn, I know how to handle some situations better. It's also great to get stuff off of your chest and not worry about encumbering any loved ones. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. The whole thing is all online and it is designed to be convenient, flexible, and catered to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And if that doesn't work out, you can switch at any time. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BombCast today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash BombCast. Yo, y'all, Rocket Money is like a financial paleontologist because it has unearthed subscriptions that your boy has completely forgotten about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find those subscriptions, and if you don't want them anymore, all you gotta do is hit cancel, and Rocket Money will do the rest of the work for you. No need to go back and forth on emails or hit up any customer support on the phone anymore. Rocket Money will, got, Rocket Money will take care of it. Rocket Money also helps you manage your finances all in one place so you can track your budgets in real time and get alerted if anything looks fishy. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash bomb. That's rocketmoney.com slash bomb. Rocketmoney.com slash bomb. God, I can't stop thinking of Tears of the Kingdom and all the dumb stuff I just want yeah. to glue together. It's infected yeah. my real life where I just see two things. I'm like, I could just, I, I could glue that together. I saw a pile of like loose wood and stuff, and I'm like, shout outs to my boy Hudson out there, giving me construction equipment wherever I need it. 
I didn't realize that that was a real person you could meet in this game, and then I was yeah. starstruck. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've heard so heard much about, about you. you. It's like you're, yeah. you're the guy from the side. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, I think he was. Uh, he, he probably was in Breath of the Wild, like most of these characters were. But I don't remember any of the characters from Breath of the Wild. I don't remember squat, but I do remember that it's time for the news. Jeff Grubb. News. Mm -hmm. News music. I'm ready to talk about it right now. Let's take a look here. All right. Um, quicker show. I really my flight is at 6 30 a.m. So we're gonna get through this pretty quickly. Oh, Twitch Twitch changed its rules uh basically about advertising. Uh as when gold is out there saying, hey, you know, everyone should boycott Twitch or maybe even, like leave the platform entirely. Um, creators are, are not liking it. The problem is that uh, they are seemingly taking more of a firm grasp on how people can advertise on their platform. So a lot of times Twitch creators would do things like, hey, they would work with us like Streamlabs and Streamlabs would be like, hey, we can get you a sponsorship. All you got to do is put this bug on there and this, uh, this uh, you know, this browser source into your OBS and it will have things pop up and take over the screen for moments at a time, every you know, ten minutes or something like that, and and yeah, it's it's all great, and you're gonna get a bunch of money for doing that, and everything worked just fine. Uh, Twitch is saying that most of that stuff is either not gonna be allowed anymore or has to be drastically reduced. For example, logos on stream must be three percent or less of the overall screen. Mm. There's is, a logo uh, right next to me right now. I don't know if that's three percent or not. Right, and it's like three percent seems like a very tiny portion of a screen, like. It's going to do like kind of minuscule, basically. Um, uh, the other thing is uh, burned in ads are no longer allowed. I guess I don't really know exactly what that means. What is a burned in? ad? So when you have like a pip pop up or like a like a sl rotating slideshow, you know, how some uh, uh, other podcasts will have like this show's sp brought to you by our patrons. And then right. they'll have like, oh, we're sponsored also by uh, Matthew's best cushions. Okay. Stuff like so that. So basically, the, the yeah. So basically, the burned in ads that we just did. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, so like, we, if so starting for, next month, we're not gonna be able to do that anymore. For like the next David, month, there's no more podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for the David Adams stuff, like when you have like a promo code pop up, right? Like during a right. segment. Okay. Stuff like that is a uh, considered a burnt in ad. So I mean, oh, yeah, that this, seems this really bad. Everyone. This yes. seems stupid. Yes, this seems. Uh, I, uh, Back, we were about to talk about this before, and I mentioned we we're going to talk about it on the show, so maybe save it. Uh, and now here's a chance. You think this is them trying to take uh, or put themselves in the middle of that, right? Getting their cut of advertising money, no matter where it's coming from. Well, yeah, presumably this is a sort of like preemptive strike to uh, push forward any kind of like internal partnerships and sales team that they want to promote uh, on their platform. I mean... I, I guess, always in the back of my mind, assumed that one day they would handle sales of their own platform yeah. and work directly with the creators. That's not me endorsing that. I'm just saying that seems like what that would be. That's that seems like this is a sign that that is maybe what they are gearing up for. Um, I don't know. I, I this impacts pretty much every single person on the platform. So yes. yeah. I it, it, these ads have scaled right right like there was a time when only the biggest streamers were getting 
sponsorships. And then that has really filtered down to where it's like these networks built like by Streamlabs or Stream right. Elements or a handful of other things. I've, I've done one myself for a factor where it's like, yeah. hey, we'll reach out to you. I'm like, and, and, and all you gotta do is put this stuff in there. And it was like, hey, I, I don't have a huge following on Twitch. I was sure. barely even streaming on there, but it's like, I, I, that was a nice little bag that I got for, for doing that. And uh, it was really streamlined and very easy to do because there weren't any of these sort of regulations put in place by the platform. Uh, YouTube is still and has been pretty open about this stuff, right? YouTube is like doesn't really care. They're pretty hands off. I I don't know for sure, but I'll take your word for it. Um, you know, I think you know, and they they there are some concessions like you can still do like an offer code in the chat, right? If you wanted to, but obviously that's not as effective and nowhere near the same sort of thing. And it's not even like a, some sort of like uh, you know a concession. It's just like a measly kind of make good which the, yeah. it does not fulfill the same uh you know sort of ambition so i don't know i don't know i don't know uh how this goes i i i <clears throat> i'm thinking about a lot of like uh you know entities out there that that um just rely on this specifically i don't know i think this is twitch really uh betting on the dominance that their platform has and saying, you know what, we're the we're the big uh, fish in the pond, and we have the clout to do this. That's that's me editorializing this this strategy. Um, but I don't know, man. All you, there's only so much creators can sort of take, uh, and and so oh, many yeah. hits that they can take to their bottom line before um, a revolution starts. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, I mean, like, that's that's it in a nutshell, I think. Yeah, I'm thinking about this from our own workflow, and this is going to affect us dramatically, um, where I might feel compelled to, at least for the podcasts, to move it off of Twitch, uh, yep. specifically, like, the live stream portion. But then I start thinking about, like, there are um, other streaming people, like Summer Game Fest and Games Done Quick, that have their yeah. sponsors flashing on the screen. Like, 100%. Like, does that affect charity stuff? Do do these uh, rules apply to like these people streaming for charity? What about like for stuff during Extra Life, where you have an Extra Life logo on screen, or um, like a donation counter for a specific hospital or an organization? Yeah. Does that count as an advertisement for? I mean, someone. I mean, like, I, I don't want to, <laughs> I do not want to defend this move in any capacity. I'm sure things like that would, would be uh, a loophole, like, uh, not a loophole, but like, uh, not Ex fall within the regular, yeah. ex an exception, yes. But at the same time, like, uh, I really, like you said, all these other sort of games, on, like, there's so many, like I said, it affects every single creator, every yeah. single streamer. Um, I don't know. Hasn't Twitch like walked certain things back in the past, right? Like, yeah, uh, here and there. I mean, but in recent the recent times, they've mostly just been, no, we want our money. Uh, so my understanding is Twitch is not very profitable at all. Uh, and yeah. so clearly, and I don't think that is some big revelation because we can look at their behavior in the last year or so and see that they are willing to disrupt and upset and exploit their their free workforce of uh, of uh, twitch creators to take more from them get a bigger cut from them and it's like the only reason they would be doing that is if they really thought they needed that money to continue to justify twitch's existence under amazon and i, th I think it can be almost that drastic uh so they've you know they've laid off a bunch of people 
Uh, they've done those that 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 shift to the uh, the, the split. They're doing this. Um, they are increasing the price of Turbo, which is like their the ad free version. Oh, uh, are that they? to all Twitch. Yeah, that's going from like eight bucks a month to, to twelve bucks a month. Um, so fifty percent increase on Turbo. Yes, they. Wow. Uh, it's, it's, so it's all out, and uh, I think that at some some point along the way, they just uh, they clearly. I think they were either coasting or not really, or they decided not to like double down on belief in expanding the creator base and having them grow the platform and like, no, we got to make money now. And it's, it's yeah. all it's doing is making the place a, a more rotten to spend time at. And look, you know, like someone in chat even spoke to a very sort of like specific uh, insidery baseball kind of thing about like, you know, even what we do, right. Where like, you know, you, Twitch is a platform where you go to be seen, right? Like it is the accessibility that it, people enjoy. It, but it's not even very good at that anymore. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, I think, like, I think discoverability on YouTube has been better than, than Twitch. Sure, recently. I mean, look, yeah. it, but, but again, the point I'm making is like people go turn to that platform historically because of that access, right? And, you know, the more of a rotten place it becomes, you know, uh, what does that do in the long run? Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I'm surprised uh, that, like, you know, obviously, I you you understand that, like, a an, uh, a business needs to be in the black, and you sort of like, you know, slowly chip away at the luxuries or like the certain things that people enjoyed the platform for, and I just yeah. don't know how much more it can take. Don't know how much, and this seems like the most substantial um, offensive uh, in a while. That yep. has, you know, in terms of like, obviously the the rev splits uh, uh, changing the percentages was a big deal, and this just feels like a bit of a one-two punch. That I'm just not sure uh, what happens long term after this. Yeah, we should uh, we should stream to TikTok. That's what we should do. Uh, yeah, so we we got to stream to TikTok for a substantial amount of time first before they let me connect a computer to it. So is that how it works? I was always, I was always wondered how it worked. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I could like tr add to giant bomb TikTok to my phone and just have it on every time we're doing. Oh, did we lose it? Did I lose both of you guys? Huh? Oh no. Everyone left me again. Uh Oh, is this still going? Are y'all still going? Ah, all right. Everyone is. No, I think this is a Discord thing. Okay, folks, hold on one second. We're, we're going to fix this. We're going to fix this. We're going to fade to black real quick. Haha, the, the, the internet cops did not, in fact, get us. I, I seized the boys back. I got the Jeffs back. Yeah, our you know, decoys worked. They just got our lookalikes, which, sorry to them, they will likely be facing a death sentence, but that's I'm just... Our crimes. I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. I do not wear any tinfoil hats. You wear black the caps. Of that dropout is weird. Uh, anyway, you just listen. Bezos is like, turn off that Amazon Web Services server right now. I don't care. There can only care be one Jeff. <laughs> we know that's not true. Eventually, eventually we're all going to be. We're going to get along the Jeff parade. Um, eventually, we all become Jeffs. In the end, everything is Jeff. Apple is making Jeff. a $3,500 mixed reality headset, and that seems like a lot of money for something like that. Oh, my God. Yo. I, 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 I'm not going to say I'm down and I'm with it. That's too much money. That's way too much money. Apple, what, what is he doing? But 
If if it went down to five hundred, I'd buy it. <laughs> well, yeah, I would get one yeah, for five hundred too, for sure. If it's like a grand, maybe, maybe I think yeah. about it. Yeah, if they, uh, if they knock ninety percent off it, I'd buy it. You know, it's a it's a spatial computer, which is I've written down here. That's the kind of name you come up with when you're trying to make an idiot feel better about spending three thousand five hundred dollars. Uh, it's called the Apple Vision Pro officially. And it's just a HoloLens. It's just Microsoft HoloLens. It's literally all it is. Do you, where do you plug it in? Do you plug it into your phone, to your butt? Your bend over, I'll show you. Yeah, <laughs> it's right up your ass. Because you, yeah. you're going to want to be smelling your farts during it's, this entire process. <laughs> it's like, it's. I think it's plugging into a battery pack in those videos is probably what it is. Because oh, it's cool. like, it is a standalone thing, but it's going to need that extra battery to last more than 90 minutes. Um, yeah, it's, it has two hour battery life, which means 90 minutes in reality. Because uh, like, people aren't going to be doing the optimal battery s settings. Doesn't this feel like one of those concept cars that like should have yeah, just been shown off and never yeah. fucking sold? Like, yeah, but we're past that period. Because do you did you see that Dyson headphone slash air yeah. purifier? Yeah, we're no. people are just what? making things now, man. Yeah, but I, I'm I I do think this is a pretty surprising move by Apple, just because uh, they haven't had like a Gen One product in a really long time. Yeah, and right. this is their first new Gen One product since the Apple Watch. What ten years ago? Was yeah. it not like AirPods? Uh, I don't uh, that. I, I, even if it even if that's true I, I don't think i count like like earbuds as like a gen you know what i mean like okay. they didn't reinvent you know what i mean like this is a brand new thing that there's none of in the market right for for what they're trying to do i guess it's definitely a category that they're not in and they they hadn't previously made ear wearing headphones before even if they weren't wireless um but yeah, I mean, you're right. Like this is going to be them having to, to kick something off new. I, I could see why they and Mark Zuckerberg believe in in the idea of eventually uh, mixed reality future seems inevitable because I think it probably is inevitable, but sure. just not on the scale on which they're they're acting no. like it is. But I guess you got to start somewhere. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I think that's the hardest part too, right? Like I'm not going to sit here and be like, we're never going to have virtual reality or AR in a meaningful way or a part of our lives. Like it seems like that future is unavoidable, but I mean, I think it's, it's kind of already happening a little bit on TikTok, where like those AI algorithmic uh, filters that people use, like uh, the bold glamour one, which is yeah. just a, 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 an AI generated sort of instantly realized video layer that can go on top of you. Uh, and that's something that I think people are going to want to start applying that in real time in their real lives for all kinds yes. of stuff. And it's like, I want to put skin packs on the world. I, it's something I've said before. I think that's really, really as grim and dystopian as that sounds like that's really going to happen. And people are really going to want to participate in that. And, uh, but I just don't, the, the form factor of the device obviously is still the barrier there. Right. And that's the thing, like until they are this right until they are glasses like this. Yeah. It's just not going to hit the uh, apex that all of these things are, you know, wanting to. And it's... I think the problem is the messaging and the presumption of like, you need this clunky, goofy piece of shit because your life sucks without it. Like, that's the thing that I hate, right? Like, 
don't show me a photo of like a father interacting like some sort of like aquanaut with his kid's <laughs> birthday party and like this is the future no it's not you psycho that's no, not, not what's happening not. no one's gonna no reasonable person is gonna interact with their family I'm like unreasonable that. i am unreasonable and i wouldn't do that it, i would yeah. feel weird so fucking stupid that they play it off and i'm amazed that like the production even happened where like the whole set and crew was like not laughing at this poor schmuck attempting to be a normal person interacting with other people not not wearing headsets. It's just sure. Like, don't get I'm a future perv, right? Like, I love futurism. I think that's great. I'm I can't wait to see where humanity evolves. I mean, I was much more optimistic about it maybe in my teens than I am now in my 40s <laughs> because now it's all dystopian instead of utopian. But either way, like I love to see where we go. But like forcing it down your throat in this way and have it just like and pass it off like it's the just the next evolution of your computing that you're going to be able to buy next year. It's just so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. It's stupid. The the Apple tax has always been there. But boy, this this feels egregious. Like the idea that their first gen thing, I am three thousand. That is the price of like a used Buick. Like they shouldn't have even shown the price. The, the, the showing the price is even more slap in the face. And like, I just, you know, I don't need, like, I don't, uh, you're going to wear a, a, a headset for two hours and like browse the internet. People do your work, do, it. do all your creative stuff. I mean, I, I like, just, is that what yeah. you're going to do? You're going to not finish a, a two hour and 30 minute movie on a plane. Like, I mean, what I are might. we doing? Well, and they, so they, they, you know, they have, um, other companies have been looking at this stuff for a very long time. Magic Leap, billions of dollars mm. invested in this, billions of dollars invested. Uh, Microsoft was doing HoloLens and, and they were like, uh, we cannot get this thing down to a size and scale and a comfort level and ergonomics that make it make sense, especially without having a huge battery pack hanging off your pocket. We already saw this thing has that battery pack. Uh, and so we are going to shift it from being a consumer product and we're going to do, you know, enterprise level stuff and we'll sell it to the, you know, the U S military, things like that. Uh, so it's like, th that's where they took that, uh, because it just, it doesn't make sense. And like magic leap still is like, hasn't done anything really with their, with their products uh, for consumers or for business, as far as I am aware. But these things have been happening for a long time, and now Apple's just like, we're going we're gonna to go for it. And I suppose maybe Apple can solve some of those problems, but looking at it, and based on the information they provided, it doesn't seem like they are promising to have solved any of those problems. It's like, it is a hollow lens. No, nope. It is and it's, really just a hollow lens. It's big, it's honking, it looks cumbersome, and like, it, it's ski goggles. Like, you have to wear ski yeah. goggles. And but to me, listen, I've always wanted to wear ski goggles all the time. Yo. I, mean, I never thought I could pull it off, though. We my, will get my there. Digimon dreams. It. I'm so close. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We, it's completely reasonable to assume that we will get to a point where all this stuff is shrunken down, where it's like the most in an unintrusive, you know, device that you could put on your body. Right. Like, of yep. course, but it's probably like 15, 20 years from now, you know, like I, I just, uh, yeah. But like you said, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, I, I watched uh, uh tested, uh, video of it and norm seemed really high on it and then i read devendra hardwar's a uh, couple tweets about it and it's enticing but yep thirty five hundred dollars uh, folks have pointed this out in the chat though like you know apple did attach pro to the front of this for the name so like hey they're just gonna get some expensive beta testers and then release a much cheaper version 
couple years yeah, down what, the line. What are their cheap? What is their cheap brand that like? Because uh, they have the iPod Light. What is it called? Or the, well, the iPod. So they had the, they had your regular Air. 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 Yeah. yeah, Air. They had a regular iPad, and then they went for the iPad Pro, right? And that's right. one of the examples. And then like MacBook Pro, right? So right. And then the phone for the, when they have a phone, it's like an SE or something like that. Yes. Like, yeah. So. Yes. Yeah, they could do something along those lines. Sure. I, yeah, they will clearly release a more affordable version of this someday. They know that that that, that, that price is too high for most people. So uh, I guess it's just a matter of does do they stick with it long enough for that to matter? We'll see. Or they're just trying to get a lot of people to sign up for Apple cards so they can just do financing. Yeah, that's the real business that all these companies are in. Absolutely. Uh, Apple also said it was going to like be more serious about games. And then I laughed at them. And yeah. then, then who came out? Who came out, Grub? Hideo Kojima came out. It's like, here, you can play Death Stranding 2. It's coming to Mac. I'm like, okay. All right. That's mm. fine. I don't believe, I still don't believe you, Tim Apple. If they um, weren't serious about it with Apple Arcade, right? Like, they were serious in the beginning, right? And, and they're then, still releasing stuff for Apple Arcade, but yeah, I know but what you like, mean. I, it just doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't feel important. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um... Uh, meanwhile, also MetaQuest 3 was also announced. Uh, it is a mere $500 for the 128 gigabyte storage version. Uh, it is launching this fall. Uh, Meta says it will continue to promise Quest 2, which it has also improved the performance of using, using like a image reconstruction techniques. Um, but Quest 3 will have over twice the graphical performance of the Quest 2. Um, I will probably stick with my Quest 2 for now and then maybe get a quest three if i start using my quest two enough to justify upgrading uh but I, I mean, a lot of people really like their quest so i think this is a, this at the very least they were right to go down the quest line instead of following up the oculus rift the desktop uh, uh gp or the desktop vr headsets that they also had it's it was smart to mostly abandon those and just stick with the quest i think this is the right path for them agreed uh, Square Enix is working on nailing down Final Fantasy VII Rebirth's release date. Uh, they said development is progressing smoothly and according to plan. We are currently working on nailing down a release date for the game. That's from Yoshinori Kitase. Last year, Square Enix said that the game would come next winter. Uh, but video, video game companies uh, usually don't necessarily mean like strict winter dates of like December 21st through March 20th. A lot of times they say winter and it can mean early December. But that still gives them the flexibility of going into early next year, which they probably are going to do with the, the way they're talking about it, of still trying to nail down a date. That makes it feel like early next year at the earliest. So, um, uh, I want yeah, now, I was, though. yeah, not right like, now, uh, now, but but Final, Final Fantasy 16 is coming out next, like first. Do you want to do you want to wait for that first, no, or would you rather just boring. jump the rebirth? Just yeah, give me give right. me the boys with the zippers and the big swords and the guy <laughs> that's really concerned about where his daughter is. Yep, that's completely fair. Um, let's see here. Uh, Nintendo added more games to Nintendo Switch Online. Blaster Master Enemy Below. Mystery Ch Tower, which is a, uh, a game that never came out in the United States and kind of the guy to give it a new name. Uh, Kirby Tilt and Tumble, which yes. has like the actual tilt controls built into it so you can actually do that. It's something that's hard to emulate even. So this is pretty cool. And then Harvest Moon for the Super Nintendo which I think is a very good addition. A lot of people say that they really like that Harvest Moon. I've never played it. Uh, Dan is going wild because Warrior WarioWare Twisted can happen now. Yes, well, they, they, oh, yes. that's true. 
they they've mentioned previously that they were going to add some of these uh, motion control games. I can't remember if that was Kirby Tilt and Tumble, but yes, WarioWare Twisted would be fantastic. I would I would love that. Um, definitely. Uh, Diablo 4 is Blizzard's fastest selling game. The claim is based on the game's pre-launch unit sales, which came in at record levels on both console and PC. The game was officially released for PC, Xbox Series, X and S, Xbox One, PS5 and PS4. Uh, but players who bought the Deluxe or Ultimate Edition were granted early access. But basically, the story is they released it on more platforms than ever before. There are more people playing games than ever before. And now this Diablo has sold faster than any other previous Blizzard game, which is pretty impressive because that's a very successful studio. Yeah. Um, the, the company didn't reveal any specific numbers, like what that means. Uh, but they did say uh, over nine, 93 million hours of playtime which accumulates to more than 10,000 years. So there you go. People have played 10,000 years worth of Diablo 4 already. uh, And that was a a record for an early access period for one of these games, I guess. So out of the UK to get around the CMA, trying to block the deal uh, between the two companies for the acquisition, uh, Microsoft's VP, uh, Brad Smith, I didn't write his name. I think it's Brad Smith, explicitly mentioned that that is a potential strategy. Are we dead again? No, we're we're back up on Twitch. We went down for a second. No worries. Uh, yeah, that that is a potential strategy that they might employ of uh, actually having Activision move out of the UK into another country in Europe, and then they would no longer be bound by the CMA's rules, and instead they could just release their games through a distributor who would have to then obey those rules in, in, in the UK. That would no longer affect Microsoft or Activision directly. Uh, that is, is something that seems extreme, but they are they've mentioned it, and it seems like it is on the table and something they might actually do because that $69 billion deal is worth it to them, I suppose. Uh, seems pretty drastic, though. This seems uh, Microsoft and Blizzard Activision, Activision Blizzard, seem like the most toxic couple I've ever met. <laughs> like, right? oh my no, God. we're going we're to keep making things them. happen, man. Yeah. We're meant yeah. to be together. We got this. <laughs> and There's, we're yeah, them, just no, Thelma and Louisine off the cliff. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, totally enabling one another. Uh, finally, I have here a bunch of key three updates. We're here. Summer Game Fest is upon us. I uh, wanted to mention a couple things and, and kind of get your guys' feelings on a couple things as well. Nintendo is dropping info about games on Twitter. So what does that mean for Direct is my first big thing. Obviously, we just had those Nintendo Switch Online games announced. But they've also had stuff like uh, Pikmin 4 got a new trailer uh, where they showed off character customization. Uh, and they uh, did that one, one like everybody one two switch last week. Uh, do you guys think that they are planning a direct or that they're skipping one, and that's why we're getting these Twitter drops instead? Uh, I I think it would be weird if well I don't know. Uh, I could understand the one two thing not being in the direct, but the Pikmin trailer would probably be in a direct, right? Right. No, totally. Yeah. That game's coming out in July. So, yeah, if there was going to be a direct here in the next couple of weeks for a normal June direct, yeah, I think it would have been in there. But here's the other thing, too. Like, no one needs any events. No one needs anything. You just have to put out a tweet. Like, you really do just have to do that. And it's been like that for, like, 10 years now. Yes. You know? Uh, And, like, as much as, like, Nintendo is... Like they always have a direct in September. That stuff can change whenever yeah. they can. They can roll with with the punches however they need, they need to. Um, I I'll, I'll, like just early rumblings. I'll say that I'm hearing something's going to be in July next month. Uh, whether that is a proper direct or like a partner direct or a third party showcase direct, however they want to frame it. a direct mini. 
I don't, I have no idea, but it seems like don't expect anything of those of that sort, at least until next month. And if, if that even happens at all, but like I said, rumblings, it seems pretty, pretty likely that something could happen next month with Nintendo. Uh, although July, a July direct would seem, would be weird, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Capcom is having a showcase Monday, Ooh. July 12th at 3 p.m. Pacific time. They just announced this uh, the other, no, like the last night or the night before. Uh, it's a 36 minute showcase of news and updates on its latest games, says, uh, says the tweet about it. Uh, we didn't know about this until just now. And I'm like, should we, we should probably try to talk over that, right? If we can. Oh, most definitely. Because this is when they're going to make good for Mike Minotti and I and just give us a new Mega Man. There oh, it is. That's right. Congrats. Yeah, this, now, this is where it's happening. There was a Mega Man game on that Capcom hack, which is not a leak. It was like an illegal hack, but we got some info from that years and years ago. And that was where we also learned about Dragon's Dogma 2, which is real. And now it's like oh, a, a Rockman game. I guess I suppose that the, the, the Mega Man game could have been one of those uh, collections or maybe like one, a mobile game. But th- it did seem like it was supposed to be more than that. So maybe we do get a Mega Man game. That'd be pretty cool. Million dollar idea that I'm giving to you for free, Capcom. Here's what you do. You just take Hi-Fi Rush, and you just call it Rockman. There you go. Perfect. I love it. I w- that would be very cool. I would like that. that. Would be a, cool. r- a rhythm Mega Man game. Um, Xbox says it won't have much CG at its sh- at its show. Uh, none of our first. This is from Aaron, Aaron Greenberg, by the way. None of our first party games in the show are full CG trailers. Everything is either in-game footage, in-engine footage, or in-game footage with some cinematics. Each of our trailers will be labeled so it is hopefully clear for our fans. Uh, this is uh, this is nice to hear. I'm glad that 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 they're planning to uh, mostly move away from CG. I know that uh, Jeff Keighley just did a a roundtable with like fans like on a Twitter Spaces, and he talked about this where he's like, sometimes I'll get a CG trailer for a game I don't know about, and I don't know if it's going to be good. And I'm like, hey, could you like just at least put like 10 to 15 seconds of gameplay at the end of this? And he says whenever they do, it almost make always makes things better. And I'm like, yeah, that's a, a good point, Keighley. So I, I'm glad that Microsoft's like, hey, we've had bad luck with CG in the past. We're going to try to avoid that. How do you guys feel about that? I like the direction. It feels fun, f- funny in the timing for them to say, yeah, we're not going to have any CG trailers. Don't worry, guys. It's all yep. the game, all the time. Right. That stuff yeah. could still be disappointing in other ways, for sure. <laughs> of course. I mean, it... I stay disappointed. Uh-huh. It's, it's a bit of a catch-22, but also I think, you know... I don't know. For me personally, uh, and I guess I, I guess it is like preferential, right? Um, I would rather see gameplay, or I would rather see both. Yeah. Right. If we could figure out a way for both, like, um, I don't know. You know, look at how I guess Redfall was sort of debuted, and yeah, you know, then the gameplay. You know, so I don't know. I think there's a way to get the same kind of pop out of your gameplay montage that you can maybe do with a CG trailer. I think the message you don't intend to send when you do lead with a CG trailer is that we don't have anything to really show you. Right. And that's right. Whether or not, you know, that is interpreted like, Oh, is it not ready? Or are you not proud of it? Or whatever it is. um, I think you're, you're always possibly better off erring on the side of like a gameplay montage. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all for that. Me, me too. Um, I, while we're talking about Xbox, uh, I'll, I'll say that I am a little bit more confident than I was the last time I talked about it, about Fable actually being there. Um, 
I know that. Uh, so they teased the potential of Fable being there. At least people took it as a tease uh, when there was a, a Twitter video of, oh, we're going to lead you to, to the Xbox showcase and it's going to be a trail of glitter and there's music that sounds like Fable. And I was like, oh, I would be surprised if it's there because I know that game's had some issues and it'd be kind of rude to the development team of like, hey, make us an asset while you're also dealing with all these fires you've got to put out. But sounds like they might actually have been able to get some stuff together. We'll see. I still don't know 100%, but I'm definitely much more confident about it being there than I was before. So uh, that that would be very cool. And also, just like, okay, that's probably going to be like one of those in-engine footage games and not like gameplay, oh. but even that's fine. I think that's, that's totally okay. I don't, I don't mean to offend anyone. But who cares about Fable? <laughs> yeah, I don't listen. I'm not a huge Fable fan. Either, are you? So I can't, not... Are you serious? I I I never played Fable. <laughs> I no, don't I, care. Yeah, I, I don't care. I, I'm just curious. Either way, I'm not sure if you're just you know having a goof here. Well, you, you know, know, bad people in our chat say that they do care. Okay, all right. That's all. That's all I wanted to know. It, I didn't mean <laughs> any ill will by it. It was a real question. It was just like, does anyone care about Fable? Okay, people care about Fable. I, well, am I willing to shave my beard? Someone if asked me if Fable absolutely not. <laughs> what was that, Grub? Someone asked if I was willing to shave my beard if Fable is not there, and absolutely not. Oh come on, absolutely not. Haven't you taken enough? We from cannot. Him? <laughs> we we cannot ha leave any hair in the LA fandom office. Okay, that's that's Fable? my one thing. That's right. Some, someone asked me if Fable is important. Um, it's not important to me. Wow. Wow. Nailed it. Well, listen, that just means I got a lot of work to do to convince you that it's once again important or important I, now for the first time ever. I tried. Like, I still say every now and then I go around and I go, chicken chaser, like that. <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> only good. thing I know about Fable. That's it. I, you know, every time I see, like, I have friends who will say that back to me. That's just like an inside joke. Ever. It's just like, hello, chicken chaser. And that's it. Are they pirates in this game? Is it called Fable because it's like Shrek? No, they're like little farm people, oh. and they like and they they live in like a fantasy land. That's what I remember hey. of my time with Fable. Shouts out to y'all if you you enjoy Fable. Yeah, Five like you're allowed to, to enjoy you. Fable. There Seems like you might be wrong. Version, the the but, on rails connect game. You know, I, I listen. I didn't sign any wall. I'm allowed to say it's on rails. Um, all right. Let's see here. Ubisoft is teasing a mystery game. Basically, you know, they're doing their showcase. They did a video, and in the video, like, oh, it's going to have the crew that we talked about before, the crew Motorfest, and blah, 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 and this and that. And then it ended with, like, the people who are watching the showcase inside the video looking at a screen that had a, like, a shimmery sheet that was gold and red or whatever. And then they're like, wait, what is that? So they're teasing some other game. Does, does anyone here have any ideas? My only real guess is it's that Star Wars game. Uh, but that would be a lot because Avatar is from the same team, and it'd be like surprising oh. if they had both games this year. Uh, Grow mm -hmm. Home Three. I love that. I love that guess because that I would really like that because those Grow Home games are solid. Wait, is there a Grow yeah. Home Two? Did I? There's a they, yeah. They called it something else, Grow Home and something else, but I can't remember. Grome Three. <laughs> Shut up, Windship. Yep, Jan Grome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think um, of like a. I'm yeah, trying to think of like a franchise from them that like. Has been dormant. I mean, Rayman. Splinter Cell's Ooh. the one that we. Oh, Rayman is Ooh, that would Rayman. Cool. Rayman would be very cool. Ooh. That'd be. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. I. I hope it. Honestly, now I hope it's Rayman. A 3D Rayman platformer again. Yeah, that would be great. Um. And, yeah, I just need the. Yeah. It's always Sunny Crew to just sing it in. 
Oh, Rain just be like, Master of the Nightman. Uh, okay. That does it for the news. That's all. That's I'm 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 all settled there. I'm handing the show back over to you, Jan. Well, I'm gonna need to take a quick freaky break, and we'll be right back with maybe one email and an obscene amount of shout-outs. I I do this to myself each week. Yep. <laughs> we'll <laughs> see you guys in a bit. We'll cut them off. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to the Giant Bombcast. It's time for the emails. Bombcast, the Giant Bomb, is the email address to send your emails to. We read them. It goes to all three of us. Uh, I enjoy reading them. Uh, and they're they're great. Time wise, though, we only have time for maybe two emails today. Uh, first email comes from Paul and Bacalar. This is directed to you. Uh, Paul writes in with a four part apology. What? That many apologies for me? Dear bombers, a while back I sent an email to the bombcast where I suggested that <laughs> Jeff Bacalar could play a convincing Imperial officer in Star Wars. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> While Jeff took this in good humor, I feel it's important to clarify, I was not trying to imply that Jeff has any space Nazi-like tendencies. He seems Thanks. like a perfectly nice person that would never, ever willingly participate in the destruction of Alderaan. What's that? A planet? It's like a planet? Oh my god. <sighs> I was only, of course, making fun of the fact that he... Not nerd! Uh, <laughs> you were in my office, you've seen how many keyboards are in here, okay? You just gotta <laughs> it's pick true. your lane. It's true. Uh, making fun of the fact that he lives in New Jersey. As someone in, that lives in a commonwealth that borders the Garden State, I have particular feelings about New Jersey. The following things factored into my thinking. The Death Star Trash Compactor. The Death Star oh, Trash Compactor is a smelly, wet pit full of garbage that is apparently the permanent home to oddball monsters. To me, this screams New Jersey. <laughs> in fact, uh, we, we, we got a timeout called... I'm so sick of this trope. I, you know what though? I think you got to lean harder into it because uh, it, 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 clearly it's a played out joke. But uh, um, it's like I think now that I hear it uh, every time I hear, it, I'm like, no, it's still funny. It's like, uh, it's like if you got your uh, impression of a house by sticking your head in one of the toilets. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, listen, you you live in a really nice town. I really like that town that you're in, Bacalar. It was thanks. cool. Yes, absolutely. I would I would totally live there. And I didn't see almost any trash. No, it was you. very clean. <laughs> well, I was here, right. Exactly. Yes, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's okay, continue. Sorry, Jan. Uh 
New Jersey fashion. Since no one in Star Wars wears gold chains and Misfits t-shirts, my thinking in this area was instead informed by the distinctive look of New Jersey State Troopers. I've attached some images, but for, for those of you trying to picture what they look like, just imagine the uniform, someone that has just successfully invaded France. I'm not going to defend <laughs> cops, so how about it? Yeah. Uh, three, bureaucracy. A consistent theme in Star Wars is the Empire employs multiple levels of overlapping bureaucracy that the Scrappy Rebellion is able to exploit. This, too, reminds me of New Jersey. Though I can't prove it, I wouldn't be surprised if the vulnerable exhaust port on the original Death Star is somehow related to the fact that no one in the Galactic Empire is allowed to pump their own gas. That's pretty good. Mm. Hopefully, you know, you, even you, like, is that not like just like a city limits thing? Like, you're not allowed to pump your gas in the state of New Jersey? Yeah, uh, you can't pump your own gas. Um, right. You know, I actually, you know what? Come uh, dead of winter, you're like, this is not bad. I'll sure. take this. Yeah, you know? totally. Um, but hey, I haven't been to a gas station in uh, half a year. So. That's true. Uh, That's brag fair. about it. Why there don't you? you? Go. All right. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, hopefully you now understand my thinking behind casting Jeff, a New Jersey resident, as an Imperial officer. I also hope this explanation smooths any unintentionally ruffled feathers. Sincerely, Paul from Philadelphia. Oh no, at the very end, that's when you admit where you're from. <laughs> well, look, don't feel bad about that. Philadelphia has taken over all of South Jersey, so like, you can have that. There we like, go. You, you, It's yours. Take it. Take it. Uh, all right, one more email, also related to Star Wars castings. I think this may be more agreeable for everyone. Okay. Hey, Bombers, want to quickly revisit the whole giant bomb as Star Wars characters convo in light of Backlar's dissatisfaction with his characterization as a space Nazi. Yeah, oh, you, people are acting like I had no reason to be dissatisfied with being compared to, like, a gray space Nazi. I, he, he seems to be, like, suggesting, like, no, that's fair. Let's yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this is, this is that a was a reasonable guy. comparison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I humbly submit Bacalar as Admiral Akbar. Yeah, of course. Can't explain what? why. It's just vibes. Because, oh. yeah, you got fish vibes and Akbar is the words, the letters in Bacalar, basically. Okay. Maybe that's where it comes oh, from. Oh, that's Hopefully. good. That's good. <laughs> Although you do, uh, oh, you have to also consider Jeff Bacalar as Chewbacca because Chewbacalar is also too good of a name to pass. That's up. true. That's really good. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a high school thing for sure. And my heart says that Jan would be Jando Calrissian. Uh, and then they attach to Photoshop. Uh, it's great. Hopefully, Jeff is more satisfied with this depiction. You guys are great. Much love, Pat. Um, eh, I'll I'm take, being honest, I'll, I'll stick with the Nazi. I'll okay. take Jando Calrissian, <laughs> baby. Dude, what is it? Okay. I mean... Do you have Star Wars questions? No, I don't have Star Wars If you questions. do, we could uh, phone in an expert who's sitting at the uh, Disney World or Disneyland Star Wars land right now. He just put a, posted a picture of himself on Twitter. Mike Minotti's in the bar as we speak of, of Star Wars Adventure Island or whatever the hell they call it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's out so there. good, though. That place is so well done. I've never been. I want to go so bad. He's uh, setting the record straight out there for me. So thank you for doing yeah, the good work. Go. We should Out go to there, a theme Mike. park again. That was fun. All yeah, right. That's a good idea. That about does it for emails. Once again, you can send your emails to bombcast at giantbomb.com. I love and appreciate all of the emails. And now I, I've, I've done this to myself. We've gone to the shout outs. <clears throat> 
Uh, shout outs. Uh, we got to keep this quick because I, I, we got to end the show soon. Uh, move your move your cursors, everyone. Yo, they're called Remap Radio now. Rebecca, David loves you. Daniel, for shout, showing the world what a moist Dan looks like. Shout out to Grub. A cup of cummies in the big time entities. <laughs> Fuck you, nose Robocop Travelog. Shout Jan got DSLs. Mm, I'm almost done with Zelda Tonki. Life can return to me. The Tonki never ends. 8-bit do for shaking it like a shake weight. I am Gundam. Cammy's ass is back. Mm, okay, just like money in the banana stand, there's always sale at the dispensary. AV1 encoding. JAV encoding. WebP. APNG. AVIF are good formats, actually. The greatest shonen, Naruto. New pre-show jams. Having a blast at a Carly Ray concert. Fun AF. Call me maybe? Can a face work a shoot or does a heel shoot a work? Gollum 2 will get it right. You'll see. Being horny for JRPGs. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. But crack Mafia V2 for life. Step on me, Mommy Lilith. Spider-Link, a link to the Hyrule-verse. Fuck you, Jeremy Smith. I, Jan Jeremichoa, sponsor NFTs and crypto by JanCoin. RoboMitch powered by NZXT. Southwest is the best. JetBlue for life. Oh, I got to check into a flight soon. Will Grub's gimmicks know that a floppy disk is? Final Fantasy IX oh, is no. the best Final Fantasies. Teenick Road Hot Bagels in Jersey. Treasury Bill Auctions. Federally taxed only. Let me Google that for you.com. The Witch of Mercury. Does Jan know Cyril Sneer is? Run with us. Grub for booking them. Guess at Key 3. M and Bay for hanging and clanging. New shirt for Giant Bomb Store. Buy it or they'll fire Mitch. Where hast thou been? funny fomo <laughs> fear of mitching out diablo the game versus diablo sauce from taco bell who wins if ne- wait okay god dang it uh, uh 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 if neck romancing dead people is wrong i don't want to be right beans beans just a hunk a hunk of burning chub the dude of water world that worked dan into a shoot soaked him the hard There's way so beans beans Get your bean shirts here, Apple. Mitch's favorite. I got it. Fucking. Oh, there's too many. There's you like gotta another page. lock it. Uh, hold on. Did I check in? I did. I, I need to check into my flight. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, check into you your flight right now. You don't want to go see. You're not gonna get locked out of your flight. I can flight. take over. I no, can read these while you check up your I, flight. We're, we're almost there. Get your bean shirts here, Apple. Mitch's favorite fruit. Rad Fram Halo. Temte Tony. Macaroni pies. Steiner Math. Depeche Chad. <laughs> Seth Rollins split pants. More beans. Comic Sans. MS. Bam Bowen. Depeche What's this? Uh, where's the season of two McGruber? Peacock. Where's McGruber? Please. Capcom remake code Veronica. You cowards. What is the point in NASCAR just going round and round in circles? The gays. Happy Pride Month. The gays from Cyclops. The NBs. Happy Pride Month. The NBs. New Balance shoes. Comfortable and stylish. <laughs> The trans is happy Pride Month. Proton developers, Mr. Face, never uh, never wrong. Zangief's armor. Happy birthday, Des, from Alex. Remap Radio. Fuck capitalism, go home. Ahigao eyes on the Apple Vision Pro. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Santa. <laughs> Hail good. Fanta. Wanna Fanta? Pull over that ass is too fat. Whoop, whoop. 37 snakes <laughs> is too many snakes. Good luck. Good luck at butt doctor, sweetheart. We, you too. I pluck figs. I'm a fig plucker, son. I'll pluck figs till the fig plucking's done. Call me Ryder. <laughs> Common Ryder. I'm the child of the sun, protector of all living things. Common Rider Black RX. Hot cheese cups. Bacalar hates stepdads. Particles, <laughs> pimp particles. Patwick Quepic. Uwu and we. Remap crew, ugu Taylor Swift and <laughs> Swift and Matt Healy broke up. No way, Jan is going to read four pages of this shit. Surprise, <laughs> motherfuckers! I did read all of it. We love you, Jan. We lust you, Jan. Why is this so fucking going? Uh, we st- we trust you, Jan. We stand you, Jan. Grub is okay. What Jan does in Vision Pro stays in Vision Professional. Vision Unpro Fridays. Jay Z's retirement pension. Everyone left me again. Fable one and two definitely not. Fable two or three. Fable Stop two is it. the good one. Weekly self-flagellation to the state. Uh, call themselves. 
Kyle goes, a baby's head will show. Raymond returns. This is the last shot. of pick a top tier. Psych, psyche. Stop, you monster. You monster. Check into your flight. The chode, perdition, chode, foster. Mad Max, we were chode, sad, cho no, sex, chode, warrior. Far. Is this the end? Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. All right, we're done. <laughs> I'm so wow. tired. Folks. I was in there writing, stop it, no more. And people are in there deleting me writing that. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I love this. I do. But you have to lock it. No. You absolutely have no. to. No. I'm going to start you making your you guys do because it. of this. No, I still <laughs> got a minute. I still got a minute to check in to Southwest. <laughs> I can't be boarding group C. I need to be A or top B at least. Mm -hmm. uh, top of B. Jeff, Jeff, what do we got going on this week while I yeah, panically you, you refresh this? Your flight. Uh, so Summer Game Fest, we are going to be talking over everything. Uh, well, not everything. We're going to do, let's see, Summer Game Fest proper, Jeff Keeley's Key 3 on Thursday at noon Pacific time. That'll be like really when we're kicking off stuff. Uh, we'll talk over that. Then on Friday, uh, we're going to be busy with stuff until the night shows, which you should come over to GiantBomb.com or follow us on YouTube or Twitch. And starting at 6 p.m. Pacific time, going into the night, we're going to be having segments with a lot of cool people. Yes. Uh, there's going to, hey, you got it? All right. Group A, baby. <laughs> yeah, oh, nice. let's go. All right. Oh. That's fantastic. Oh. Uh, night one, we will have people like, uh, let's see here, uh, Jason Schreier, Tim Geddes, Greg Miller, um, John Drake, uh, Brandon Sheffield, uh, let's see, Jean Jeanette Garcia, Sarah Podzorski, Blessing Adioye Jr., uh, uh, let's see, Skill Up and the Completionist and Jake Baldino. Bunch of bunch of cool people are going to come hang out. That's going to be night one. That's Friday. Tune in for all that. Uh, and then we'll continue through the weekend doing night shows. It's going to be a really good time. So don't miss out. Uh, the big, the big, the, probably the big one if you really don't want to miss, we'll talk to Phil and Matt Booty at 8 p.m. on Sunday night. So look out for that. That's going to be a really good conversation. Really looking forward to that. Uh, but other than that, it's hey, we're traveling. We're going to be busy. We'll have stuff up when it goes up. Yes, no dump truck this week. No UPF this week. Uh, there will be a Jeff Jeffs, I believe. Correct, Jeff? Yeah, tomorrow is the season finale of Stardust Crusaders. We have reached Dio. We have defeated Dio. And uh, congratulations. Thank you. It was tough. Uh, and if you're at all curious about the future of our show and where we're going to go next, uh, you might want to tune into this one. That'll be up first thing in the morning tomorrow, Wednesday. Lovely. Also, we got a piff going up, right? Yes, we got a play forward coming up. Uh, Jeff Jeffs isn't the only show that reached its season finale because Play It Forward, Michael Thornton, spoilers folks, has reached the end of his journey. We did it. We did it. We <laughs> done did it. Somehow we did it. We all did You it. have to see it too. I can't it's, wait. Uh, I'm so glad took, I never took a lot of game expert gameplay. <laughs> We we should do a spoiler cast maybe or something. Well, that would be fun if we all try to like try to explain the story from all like our limited point of view. Oh God, I oh, I I just wish I got to see that jacket one more time. Yeah, I know, I know, I really am one gonna miss time. it. Um. Also, uh, finally, uh, hey, we're city walking here is finally out. The second part Hell of yeah. our time at Universal. Yeah, really job, good, Jan. Jan. Thank you, thank you, Jan. Great job. <laughs> Uh, that is finally out. Uh, it is great. Yes, we should do a spoiler cast, but it's all recorded individually. Um, <laughs> if you've ever wanted to see Dan Reichert get sprayed with a bunch of water, so here, 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 Merry like Christmas to straight. you. It's yes, so it's incredible. Uh, yes. Also, don't forget, we got a new uh, shirt on the Giant Bomb store. 
<laughs> Welcome to Giant Bomb. Where have you been? It's it's never going to not get a pop from me. It's great. <laughs> Love it. And we will see you later this week for Summer Game Fest. And, yeah, we will. Uh, a pre-recorded episode of the Giant Bomb cast. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you. And uh, place your wet bets for Summer Game Fest. Now. Okay, bye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.